Welcome to Morning Rays of Grace, a place where we grow in the enlightenment of God's word and grace. I am your host, Angelica Walker, and without further ado, let's get started. Cloudless mornings, allowing your grace to glow. The warmth of your glory is the beginning of growth. Morning by morning, not a day missed. Grace by grace, your love for me is bliss. Covering me daily, undeserving of it all. Your morning rays of grace lead me and I shall not fall. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Morning Rays of Grace. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to episode one. Today, we are going to be discussing serving grace. But before we get into all of that, I guess I could tell you a little bit about myself, just a snippet um, about myself and the podcast. Well, my name is Angelica, as you may have heard in the introduction. I live in Georgia, from Georgia, currently reside in Georgia, and I enjoy comedy, you guys. I enjoy watching um, stand-ups and Facebook, Instagram videos, memes, gifts, all of that good stuff that is out there for us to watch. I also enjoy singing and dancing. Now, am I good at those things? Maybe, maybe not. But you be the judge or not. But no, um, I will probably, you know, sing for you guys later in life on this podcast. We'll see. We'll see. But I also enjoy heights. I enjoy um, roller coasters and mountaintops and jumping out of planes. Yes, jumping out of planes. It's so much fun. And I feel like everybody in the whole wide world should do it. It's, it's a whole ball of good stuff. So I also like a good sunrise or sunset. Sunrise mostly, which is why it was so fitting for God to name this podcast Morning Rays of Grace. So here in Georgia, sunrise and sunsets are different because of the weather. Now in the morning, it's a little cooler, you know, um, you can get a sunrise in 75, 80 degree weather versus a sunset. You might get that in 85, 90 degree weather. Like it's still pretty cool I mean, um, it's still pretty warm in the evenings, but it's cooler in the mornings. And this verse um, I'm going to read to you guys is where this was all birthed out of as well. So one thing about this podcast, um, you're going to need your Bible. So if you need some time to go get your Bible, I will give that to you this one time, this serving grace i will serve you grace today to get your bibles but next episodes make sure that you have them handy amen and when you get your bible turn to second samuel 23 4 i'll give you some time boom 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 okay do you have them all right let's read second samuel 23 4 Reads, he dawns on them like the morning light, like the sun shining forth on a cloudless morning. 
like rain that makes grass to sprout from the earth. My goodness, to me, that just screams out growth and grace <laughs> and feel goods and lovey doveys. Um, even though, you know, this faith walk ain't no cake walk. We all know that. But God's grace just makes it all more better, you know. So another passage, Lamentations 3, 22 to 23 reads, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Psalms fifty nine sixteen reads, But I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. So guys, mornings are amazing. And if you're not a morning person, shame on you. No, just kidding. So as I mentioned earlier, we are going to be discussing serving grace. Um, and I'm going to read a passage from Galatians 5.13 um, to kind of set up what I'm going to be talking about. Um, since you already have your Bibles from the previous scripture, let's turn to Galatians 5.13 through 14. And it reads, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbors as yourself. So have you ever noticed that restaurant servers get paid less than minimum wage? Like, I don't, I'm not sure how that is legal, but it is. I've never been a restaurant server. I have been a banquet server, um, many years ago. Um, and it was a very hard job. Like it, it, it wasn't something I enjoyed. I was on my feet all day. It was very demanding. People always asking for more water, more tea. Hey, I'm done with this plate. I'm done with this. Can you get that? You know? Um, it was very fast paced, demanding, and it, it it was just not fun for me. I was like 18, 19, um, young, and restaurant servers, they literally get paid less than minimum wage. So it's required, it's not a requirement, but they expect a tip from their customers and tips are usually based on performance um most people tip based on the performance of the server and sometimes when there is a big party like you come with a big group of people maybe 10 or more the restaurant will pick gratuity on the receipt like you are that's when you're required to pay a tip they're like hey this is a big party you guys are asking for a lot um our servers are doing way more than they would with a two-person table or a three-person table look you're you we're requiring 
we are requiring you to pay extra. And you're like, hey, what if the service wasn't good? You're making me be grateful for the service that you're giving me because that's what gratuity is. Hey, I'm grateful for the service that you've given me. Here's some extra cash. But what if they didn't do a good job? So quick story time. Um, In my early 20s, I used to go to a restaurant regularly. Me and my cousins would go to a restaurant every Friday night. We would meet up after a long week of working school. We would meet up at this particular restaurant. Everybody knew us, the workers, the servers. Um, we, We were known there. They were our people. They knew we were gonna be there that Friday night. It was our thing. It was our thing as cousins. It was three, you know, usually a party of three or maybe four, we might invite a friend. But we knew the people. So there was this one particular server that we would have um, occasionally. And she would come over and tell us that she got stiffed by a table. The first time she told us, we were like, what? What do you mean? What is stiff? We don't know what that is. And she was like, they didn't leave a tip. And we would think, hey, you're not the greatest server. So... You know, should they have left a tip where they were supposed to leave a tip? Did you expect a tip from them when you were not that good of a server? She was one of those servers that was always busy. She looked busy. She had that Martha spirit. Hey, I'm doing all of this, but really wasn't doing anything. Us, we always served the grace of gratuity to her we always left a tip we always left um we we never stiffed her no matter how bad the service was or could have been that night we never um stiffed her as she would say we always gave her a tip so we know god's kingdom is different than the world's view on things. We know that he doesn't give us things based on our service, based on our performance. So just like I would tip a server that had horrible service, that is me showing grace. Why would I do that though? Why would I still tip someone that? Because I know that they needed why does God grace us because he knows that we need it and I know that they're making two dollars and 13 cents an hour I know that they are not making that much I know that they still have bills to pay some of them may be you know high school students college students but at the end of the day two dollars and 13 cents won't even get them a meal at the restaurant that they're working in you know and it's expected for us customers to serve the server and they probably don't even see that you as a customer you're serving them grace by tipping sometimes and I'm not saying every time sometimes people under tip you know someone might go above and beyond and you know, they might get a $2 tip, but what if that $2 tip was all they had? You know, it it can just go so many different ways, but still tipping, tipping not based on performance is, is something that I do because I know that they need that. And they did serve me. They did bring out my food. They, 
I don't know if they may have refilled any of my drinks or anything or ever came back again, but they did bring up my food. And um, I know that they don't make that much. And just like God, he knows what we need and he gives us grace no matter if we are just trash human beings. <laughs> he will grace us over and over and over again, despite how many times we fall, despite how many times we may check in with him, like a server may not check in with their customer. You know, he still graces us with his love. And that doesn't mean he excuses us for our behavior. Now, grace is not an excuse for our bad behavior. God doesn't excuse our behavior, but he does show us favor. And what do I mean by that? Favor is because I love you. Because I love you, I'm going to give you this. Because I know you need it, I'm going to give you this. Now, favor is definitely a blessing, but some blessings are still conditional. Some blessings are conditional on your obedience. Now, you can't expect um, God to just give you everything you want while you're being disobedient to him. It does not work like that. Some things come through obedience. You can't and you can't use grace as a get out of jail free card because I got favor, so I can do whatever I want because I have grace. No, it really does not work like that. Because God has called us to holiness. He has called us to transformation. He has called us to live out our salvation. And that doesn't mean staying in this place of, hey, I have grace so I can do as I please because I have freedom. Yes, we do have freedom, but it doesn't mean be bound to sin. Let's go back to Galatians 5, 13 through 14. It reads, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. And what it's saying is, yes, we've been called to be free and liberated and live a life of Christ. But it's not, um, it says, do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Um, don't use it to indulge in your flesh. Do not use it to satisfy your flesh, but use it to serve one another in love. Let's talk about the difference between freedom in Christ and bound to sin. We're free in Christ um, because we have the choice to choose sin if we want to. We have that choice to do that if we want to. But with being bound to sin, you know, we think we may be free. Oh, I get to do whatever I want to. I'm out here, you know. But you're really bound to that thing because when I sin is not because I want to sin. It's because I have to sin. That sin won't let me be holy. That sin won't let me be free to choose whether I want to sin or not. That sin is making me um, do the things that I don't want to do. That sin is telling me, hey, you have to do this. You need to do this because you're lacking somewhere something is lacking and you need to fulfill um that void you need to sin in order to do that but when you're free in Christ you have a choice 
to to live a life of Christ. You have that choice to go back to sin, whether you want to or not. But when you're bound to sin, you don't have that choice to be holy. You don't have that choice to live a life of Christ. You don't have that choice um, because the, the enemy, he he's he's very strong and he does not want you to live that life. When I was bound to certain sins, it was like I needed to do this. Um, so, yes, the enemy is stronger than us. But thank God that God is stronger than our enemy. He's stronger than any stronghold that we could be tied up in. And we give all glory and thanks to him. So with your freedom in Christ, you can use it as an opportunity to serve your flesh and the flesh is yourself. You can serve yourself or you can serve one another through love. And the key word there is love. That is how we serve one another. Are you serving through your flesh to perform a deed um, and get applause and an approval for man? Are you performing um, to get a tip as a server or, or are you, um, loving through your giving and your gratuity? Are you gracing people around you? Are you giving them the grace that you yourself need? Um, serving in the kingdom is not to, is, is not to do it because you need something, but it's to do it because you have something. You have the heart of Christ. You have the word of God within you. You have God and you just want to pour that out. You know, ask God for an overflow of blessings. Ask God to fill every part of your heart and soul so that you won't have to indulge in your flesh. You will be filled with the spirit. You will be spirit led. You won't lack anything because your father in heaven lacks nothing. And you can go to his throne and ask him for anything that is in his will. So we have to see things in a different light. We have to see things in a different perspective in order for us to serve how God wants us to serve. So when we say that we are serving God, just know that God is serving us. And that is the only way that we can serve him. Grace is the power of God. Grace is the strength of God. And grace is the glory of God. So I hope this message blessed you as it blessed me because I needed this as well. So before we go, let's go over a few takeaways and reflection moments. First, saving, serving is not performance-based, but love-based. Two, God does not excuse our behavior, but he does show us favor. Number three, grace is not a get-out-of-jail-free card, so repent and turn from your sins. Number four, the customer is also the server. How are you serving the person that serves you? Are you serving them with attitude? Are you serving them um, with love? And um, also, are you serving through your flesh or are you serving through love? How are you serving others? How are you serving God? How is God serving you? Um, so just take some time to reflect on the grace of God, 
um, how God is serving you and how you can serve God and others through love. Reflect on Galatians 5, 13 through 14. Know that you are truly set free by the grace of God and his truth, his holy truth, his righteousness and his love. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for your grace, your mercy, and your glory, Lord God. We don't deserve it, but you give it, Lord God. You love us so much, and you give us so much, and we don't even see it, know it, or really understand it fully, Father God. So I just pray for each and every listener. Father God, that you bless them, that they see you and that they know who you are. Father God, I pray that they are serving through love and not through flesh. I pray that they know who they are in Christ and that they experience your glory and your love like never before. So in Jesus name, Father God, we love you and we honor you. Amen.